Whatever. Um, did you just cough? No, I... <laughs> I'm kind of like a, like a snort slash smirk. Like a smork. Snort, smork. Smort, smort. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> if you would like to get lit with us. Uh, and then the next book that we're going to be reading. <laughs> I am so excited. Still waiting for that record deal. Oh, um, is Less is Lost by oh. Andrew Sean Greer. And I'm sure everyone remembers uh, Andy and I are fucking obsessed with this book. <laughs> it has been uh, like our the fir- With the one. first book. With the oh, first correct. Book. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were obsessed with the first book, uh, like hardcore intensely obsessed um and we're gonna read the second one anyway put that in your eyes or ears if you want to do it we are super fucking stoked and as always support your local libraries and bookstores and nervous too i want to say that we're nervous yeah because like you know, you could get a a, a a super troopers 2 or a zoolander 2 or something like that so let's okay let's, like let's not even the same the fucking vibe well i mean in terms of it like not living up to the original oh, that was like you know pitch perfect so like let's really hope that, the, that this one actually does the job if you like this podcast, then uh, you're an idiot based on what, you're, what we're doing so far. But also, uh, yeah, uh, that's the nicest thing you can do. The most help, one of the most helpful things you can do for us is just tell someone else about it. Uh, if you like what we do, if you think that someone else that you know who reads books might like it, then yeah, let them know. Um, the technical stuff, liking, uh, subscribing, reviewing, all that's super super helpful too. And plus, you get, you get uh, the episodes as soon as they happen instead of waiting to see us post about it on social media. Um, if you speaking of social media, you can get with up with us at uh, pod underscore lit on Twitter or mm-hmm. myself on Twitter at AWKLEMA. And our mm-hmm. Gmail is uh, littlelitpod at gmail.com. If you want to drop suggestions, some feedback, anything besides hate mail, because we're sensitive souls, clearly. Yeah, very sensitive. Also, like, I'm sorry that Andy said that you guys were dumb for liking our shit. It's like the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it's I'm a maverick in this industry. I'm I'm, I'm trying to do a, bl- a brand new thing. It's called like negging podcasting. Nope, I got nothing. Nope, absolutely nothing. Grip and rip it, baby. Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. face on my water glass and now you're just right right directly there just directly in front of me i can't see her yet i know i know she's 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 being difficult (laughs) look at that cat look at that naked cat i know always should i come up here so i can't have you bother me all the time that's not nice i know i'm sorry but she can bother you all the time no, she can't bother. No, no, no. Do you think that I bother you more than Stella, or do you think that Stella bothers you oh, more than me? Oh, it's Stella and a landslide. Are we being, on, are we being serious here? Like... And this is fucking lit lit. <laughs> podcast where Danny's ego keeps God on going it. up. God, I don't think I've caught you saying something nice about me ever in this podcast. Wait, well, you think it was nice to say that that, that you bothered me more than the cat? Or it would have been nicer? Wait, I thought you said that Stella bothers you more. Yes, I'm saying Stella bothers me more. Oh, then yeah, that's nice to me. 
Oh, well, yeah, but, then, but then you but then you just said that I never say anything nice, so I'm confused as to what you t- how you were taking it. All right, whatever. Oh, I was taking it as you were saying that I don't bother you as much as the cat bothers you. So that's nice. Yes, I don't know if I intended it to be nice, especially now that we're in this mess in the first place. But yeah, I take it as being nice anyway. <laughs> this is lit lit. This is the podcast where we read books soberish and we talk about them drunker. And my name is Danny Burford. And I am Andrew Klima. And we just finished reading What is Not Yours is Not Yours by Helen Oyeyemi. Mm-hmm. And we read it. We did it. We finally didn't read a religious book. <laughs> no, um, true. True, not religious, this one. And we finally read something under 500 pages. Yeah, I saw that I, I, when... when... When we plan these out, we tend to look at the page total sometimes, but yeah, we sometimes we, we also forget. Sometimes we also forget, and then also sometimes we like we do and then don't remember it the the weeks or even months later that we actually get to the book sometimes. And so when I picked this one up and was uh, and was greeted with a a trim three hundred and twenty five compared to what we've been doing, that was uh, that was pretty nice. My favorite part of the, I mean, not my favorite part of this, but one of my favorite parts of this was, one, that this was actually in the fucking library. Yeah, same. And two, that it was large print. Yeah. <laughs> I've never gotten a book in large print before, I, like, as in purposefully large print. Yeah. Um, My book was only 212 pages. I lied to you. 312. Oh, okay. Um, and oh, it's, I think I think dimensionally it just looks bigger already. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this isn't a book venturing competition. Get out of here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was literally what we were just doing. Yeah, it was literally we were measuring <laughs> each other's books against each other. You can't yeah. do it. I'm doing it with like scrunched up face where I can where I consider what I was. Ju- Podcasting is a visual medium, anyways. Um, yeah, so that's why we measure books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, like, did you? I forget. Did you get the large print version like on purpose? As in, it was the only no. version that they had, or did you just like pick the first thing that was there and uh, like went with it? Uh, no, it was just I was there. I did not mean to get a large print. Uh, yes, I guess my point is like, was that was that the only copy that they had, and so you got it that way, or was it? Uh, oh or, or, no. or did you just like kind of grab whatever was on the shelf, or did you like put a hold on it through the online system? Or, I put a hold know? on it. And it was yeah. the one that showed up. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't at my library. It was at a library that was, I mean, like 10 minutes away. Oh, yeah. Um, part of the system, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I got there and I was like, here we go. <laughs> well, get, 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 a, get a, an advanced preview of what it's like being roughly, you know, 67 years old. I mean, I about already a, am About as old as me. Oh, yeah. That's right. You already all fired up. Yeah. I'm going to be absolutely fucked. And I'm sick. Hopefully, actually, it just sticks it out. I can't imagine I get any worse, right? Maybe you're just going to be forced to transition the books on tape at some point. I don't do... I, I've tried... So, I think that there... Like we talked about last Lit Lit, I think there are certain books that I can do audiobook, but most of the time, audiobook is hard. Also, the, you just said books on tape. How fucking old are mm. you to say? Oh, I mean, come on. I worked in the library when I was 14 years old. We didn't have fucking Audible there. And I listened to The Lord of the Rings on tape in the car. On actual tape? On actual tape. That's fucked up. Why? 
<laughs> like, I'm fucking like, vintage. You, yeah, I was gonna say like that, that, that's that's ridiculous because like I wouldn't even do that, and I'm a solid decade older than you. And, One day uh, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be cool to say. Yeah, I listened to Lord of the Rings on tape. Oh, what did you do? You fucking read them. That's it. Ha 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 ha. Oh, you have a Kindle. I went to opening nights to go see Lord of the Rings. Was I too young? Yes. Was I sick? Yes. <laughs> did I leave halfway through because the orcs really scared me? Yes. <laughs> Did my dad leave with me? No. Mm, I was alone in the man. movie theater lobby crying because the orcs were too scared. Yeah, but he made the right move, so it's okay. Me- meanwhile, I was I was uh, running a movie for me and my friend at midnight because I was a projectionist, and we had a case of beer with us and just kind of drank and watched the movie the whole time. It was a good time. Well, oh, yeah, that, was for, I was... that was for fellowship, by the way. But yeah, I was like fucking seven, so. Yeah, I, well, I wasn't 21 yet either. What's your point? I know. How old were you? 17? Um, Fellowship was 20, 2001, right? Oh, I was six. Six or seven. So, yeah. No, look at me. no, that's not. No, that's not true. Yeah. Eight. Three. You're 93, right? Yeah. Four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine. One. Seven or eight. <laughs> but, like, I'm late 93. I'm late 93, though. November. I actually, I actually think that, that. See, now I have to double check this because I, I, I was, either, I was either eighteen or nineteen. I was, I was back. I believe I was back from school on um, my, like my, my winter break. I you think that's when these movies came out. You would but, have had um, to be seventeen or eighteen. Uh, no, eighteen. Yeah, it, I, I was. I, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I was making sure I was twenty. I, I was making sure it was two thousand and one. That was the big question. Um, for how was. old I was. I was. I was eighteen when this came out. And uh, depending on what time, I, I'm pretty sure. Yep, yeah, December nineteenth release date. I was definitely yeah. back uh, in town for Christmas break, in my hometown for Christmas break for my freshman year of college. And I had read, I'd taken up the job that I, you know, had through high school, which included being a projectionist. Mm-hmm. And so, me and a friend of mine, uh, just I kept uh, we closed the theater down. Everyone left. You know, he came. Uh, we two of us just kind of sat in theater seven probably and watched uh that was a case of i think it was oktoberfest between us and wow. it was bad actually uh, the sam adams oktoberfest it was bad to the point that neither of us drank it for a couple years after that and the first time we drank it we were like oh that beer must have legitimately must been, have like, like gone bad yeah like, like, very sincerely because like and, and at that point i was drinking like you know probably just natty light and like pop vodka exclusively so it's not like i had good taste about anything but i i'm surprised no mad dogs uh, no, we, our, our school our, our school beer was pretty much Natty Light, so that was the uh, the go to trash beer, and I stand I stand by that beer as being nothing but just kind of like slightly bad tasting water. It's fine. Oh, we were always PBR. Oh wow, you're a hipster from way back one. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but anyways, we're not talking about we're not talking about PBR because we're talking or about, or, or Lord of the are. Rings or Lord of the well, Rings. We were, well, I mean, we, it, it, we, we're, we're not on our first episode anymore, so we're not talking about Lord of the Rings. So let's get into uh, what is not yours is not yours. Um, Did you like it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately don't know still. <laughs> um, I feel uh, the exact for- same way. So, oh, 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 fucking thank God! If you were, if you were like, I understood everything. I'd be like, well, I'm a fucking idiot. No, okay. there were definitely. So, I think overall, I really liked it, but mm. there are definitely moments where I was like, huh, and uh, and then I was like, maybe we'll do it, 
but then mm. there were moments that I fucking loved, and I was like, okay, yeah, here we go. This is all right, so I, 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 I should say real quick, uh, what this is is a collection of short stories um, that, aside from having a lock and key uh, theme or motif that kind of uh, that makes its appearance in every book, either kind of grand or small scale, um, there's no specific thing that ties everything together, Characters. aside from, uh, kind of, we're, we're going to talk about that. Um, except no, for the- I don't want to. Oh, okay, never mind. This podcast is over. <laughs> um, aside from the title as a theme, I would uh, I would I would argue otherwise. But um, like, point is, this isn't like a collection of a bunch of fantasy stories. This isn't a collection of a bunch of like um, uh, similarly similarly theme. I know I did. Did you say similarly? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not just me with the lisp. <laughs> it is instead me as well because I cannot talk apparently. Um, but yeah, it's like, I guess my point is like the, 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 there isn't one thing that you're like, Oh, this entire collection was about this right mm-hmm. off the bat. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say at least. Um, and so when I was going through it and reading it, um, man, I, I had, I got lost at several points. Uh, there's a lot of times I finished the story and I was like, I thought that was very, like, very well written. The prose mm-hmm. in this book is phenomenal. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go through that. But, um, I, but then at the end of it, I was like, I think that was really cool. I like that as an idea. The writing was beautiful. Um, I don't know what the point was. I I, I, I don't mm. know what she's trying to say here. Sometimes and I think that, that was the actual point. That Some, sometimes I, I, I think yeah. your English I think your English major slash poetry oh. brain is going to do a lot better for at, at this book than I am. So I'm kind of interested to hear. So where, where... this actually super remind me reminded me of one of my favorite books, which is House Upon mm. the Dirt in Between the Lake and the Woods by Matt Bell, which mm. I'm probably yeah, going to have us read yeah. for my birthday. Oh, thank and God. well, we'll see. It's a really good book, so I probably don't have to make you read it for my birthday. Um, uh, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive a pretty hard bargain here, since the other book that you want me to read for your birthday is something I don't want to fucking read. All right, then we'll do that one. <laughs> if you don't want to be kind, <laughs> um, it, it's very, very prosy, um, mm. and there are moments of which I did also with, and I did this with some books, but especially with House Upon the Dirt, In Between the Lake and the Woods. Um, where I'm actually trying to find a rhyming pattern because every once in a while it falls into such a pretty iambic pentameter that yeah. it feels sing-songy, which I think is a lot of the point of this yeah. book too. Is it's interesting because oh, fuck, <laughs> I wasn't expecting this book to tie in as heavily with the long ships as I think it actually does. Okay. Hear me out. As in it is very grandiose in what it's trying to do. Okay. All right. As an objective, as an objective. And I think that there were moments in the long ships that were also very, um, sing-songy in a way that was trying to evoke that kind of tale like a bardish type yes thing. yeah okay. Right, uh, okay that's that's it i'm not saying like similar storyline or anything no like I, I, I understand that you wouldn't have been doing that but i still was going to raise an eyebrow at you because i didn't really know where yeah where, but it, where ha- it, like, was it evoked the same type of mm-hmm. 
you almost feel like you're in a lullaby sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely moments of this book where I was like, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> this is so fucking cool with what you're doing. And then there were also moments, and honestly, full chapters, where I sat there and thought, what? Where I sat there and thought, what are we doing? Like you, like you didn't, like you, you, you had no idea where the point of it was going or where. Because I, I, there's, there's a couple times I, I read this, um, uh, and perhaps uh, you know, at late, later at night, uh, it was not, was not the time to read some of these. But like I was, um, I remember getting from like getting to the end of a chapter and thinking, "Wow, we have traveled a very long distance from where we started this chapter." Yes. Um, and I have no idea why, or or, or, or I have a very minimal idea why and how, I and how this all works. Tried reading this last night after drinking one of drinking that THC seltzer. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, ten out of I ten a, would not recommend because it is I, I, very um, out there with what it's trying to do, yeah. and it a- has you ask a lot of questions about a lot of things that you might not be prepared to ask questions about, like what does living mean, and what does it mean to be sentient, and mm. are there fucking ghosts, and. Like, the idea of a human experience in a very, very intimate way, I thought, was shown beautifully within this book. I don't have much to add to that because <laughs> I... Um... No, I, I I do agree. I I think that like I also ghosts as a as a as a thing that pops up every now and then was a uh, fucking was loved there. it. There are ghosts yeah. in every single one. Oh, was it every single one? I, I I didn't really keep track to be honest. I was I wasn't trying to pick them in each, cha- it was in each chapter. It was different types I... of ghosts, but it was oh god, the ghosts of our past. Or something. No, 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 no. no. I, I know, I know. But there were. It was like the idea of like, oh god, I'm okay. Anyway, go on. My brain is about to like explode. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good though, because you'll be able to drive convert some more conversation on this. Because I I would, I actually have a note like in my. Well, notes obviously that that says more or less like that when i'm reading something like this i like th- th- this is a kind of story that i do more poorly with because um i have to dig more for the meaning behind it now mm-hmm. that's not to say that i don't do that with other stories but i feel with other stories i have a foothold somewhere i have like the first like the first yeah because you know history. Grab. I have to. I get to make to to start building to start building into like what the actual story is. I have an idea of what the theme is, or I have an idea of what the author is going for, or something like this, and I can work my way into the story. And there's a lot of times, like most of these chapters, if I'm being honest, like I, I got to, I got to the end and was like, wow, I don't know how to access this like, mm-hmm. i don't i i don't i, I don't have i don't i don't even have that kind of first step to start burrowing into it i, I i'm I, and i and I, I have my notes like it's not super healthy that i kind of just Meh, all right on to the next one as soon as i as soon as i do that but like a lot of my learning is more conversational as opposed to my Same. in my in my own oh, head well, okay. and so i was like you know this might be useful for that because a uh a conversation and b uh danny's uh type of brain i think is more suited to uh to tackle this kind of i loved finding out all of the ways that these and i i there were definitely some stories where i was like where does this fucking connect but the ones that puzzle pieced together 
so nicely. Well, that's okay. So that's interesting. Why don't, why don't we why don't we just go into that? Because I, I it might even be out of order from what we, what we were planning. But like, um, I think that is a very fruitful way to spend some time. Uh, yeah. Because I had kind of rolled my eyes a little bit at the idea of the characters uh, in this book being connective tissue because aside from the fact that they are mentioned in other chapters i didn't get a whole lot of like well how does this chapter inform the other one then mm. that the other that the other characters were in like was it simply were they simply being used to get the the uh, the reader kind of thinking along oh as in oh these are connected somehow or is there something i'm just missing out on here so this is what it reminded me of and i think this has to go back to the tile of like what is not yours is not yours of yes just because you're talked about in one chapter does not mean that you're the main character of the book. It does mm-hmm. not mean that you get to own like what the story is. And yeah. uh, actually this entire book kind of reminded me of, and I don't know if you have a similar, I don't know if you have a similar kind of like reference to this or whatever, but mm-hmm. I remember back in high school when I was on the soccer team and we would travel to different schools to play games and I remember a distinct fucking moment, and this was so emo of me, like looking out the window and looking at other towns that we were passing by and thinking to myself, there is another person just like me in this exact same scenario with these exact same friends, with this exact same yeah. like drive to do something, wanting to like do the, like whatever in that town. And I have no idea who the fuck they are. I have no idea what their name is, what they do, like what they actually do. And that idea of just being such a fucking microcosm into someone else's life, but being able to be connected in some way, that's what this book reminded me of, uh, is the moment of, you know, looking through a window into someone else's life. And you're just constantly looking through windows, but you're never looking at someone's, like you're... the main point of these stories is to never actually look at that person's life necessarily because it's not just theirs. And it's also not a holistic picture, even if you were trying to. For yeah. So. so it just, it it's like one of those, I don't know if you've seen these artworks that go on forever where you're just like tunneling and mm. tunneling and tunneling and tunneling in and then you end up in a totally different scene, but it makes sense when you get pulled back out. <laughs> anyway. yeah that's a that's, that's, that's a fair way to visualize it um well because it just kept on be... getting smaller and smaller and small and then you end up in an office and it just every single chapter gets smaller every single chapter gets smaller do i do i agree with that i don't know i guess not like every, i would say most chapters I, I, end up yeah, getting like oh, 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 oh you mean over the course of a chapter as opposed to each chapter in sequence each chapter in sequence. Okay, because that... Uh, and I don't mean by, like, length. I mean by, like, yeah, actual, no, like, where it took place. Or, like, where the meat of the story took place. Interesting. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have to kind of go back, go back a little bit along the way and then think about that then. Um, also, I'd be remiss to say that if it, as soon as you start talking about how, like, if there was a person in a town over that was exactly like you or, like, very... Or, or in the same roles as you and your friends and blah, blah, blah... Uh, there is that Simpsons episode where they go to Shelbyville and they realize that the exact same people exist in Shelbyville as they already do in Springfield. And it's also one of the best episodes in the Simpsons. So I, ha- I feel like I have to, I'm obligated to mention that as a Simpsons fan. Um, but <clears throat> does, because like, I, like, so in the middle of this collection, there, there, there's that, um, 
Uh, let me pull up the actual title, but it's it's the fairy tale ish. I also uh, think there are like three outline drown, outline drowning, stories. Yeah. Sorry. I think there are three outlying stories. Okay, that's a lot for like a like a ten a ten story thing though. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's that's kind of that's that's part nine stories. That's one. That's kind of where I'm. I think books and roses, that... drownings, and Dornica, and the Saint Martin Day's goose. Yeah, I mean that the, those those. I mean that's what I would say. I would. I, yeah, because aside from no, I don't believe any of those have any connected characters. Books and roses does. Who does it have? Um, that has like one of the first connecting characters. Because because the uh, like Montserrat is the is the is the main character more or less. There's uh, it's her. Safia is connected. No. The, there's internal connections to those two storylines in that same short story. That might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. Because there's there's a story of a uh, Lucy and her lover whose name is is uh, is, uh, is uh, Sophia, um, and then yes. there is uh, Maserat, and then uh, they, and she eventually runs into um, the the um, the woman who runs the, uh, the, yeah. the 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 place which is which is the old arch nemesis of uh, her mother mm-hmm. um, and is the person who owned who took control of the garden and whatnot that was a very that was a beautiful story by the way and like yeah. and I, I like that one a lot and I was like okay like I'm not I don't think I'm 100% getting this but it's, I don't I think I've made all the connections I can make but like I feel comfortable in this kind of a, of an uncertain space. Like I can work, I can work my way into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was one of the outliers, like you're talking about. When I got to the next one, I was like, "This is a really cool story." I do not know what you want the overall point of this to be, aside from how fucking sharply downhill the uh, second uh, story goes into yeah. uh, at, the, at the very end. The misog- uh, like the misogyny and the uh-huh. gaslighting. And the victim blaming that story and, to me, and then also the uh, the 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 um, uh, the invocation that gets called down upon him yes. uh, that sends his life into utter hell. Yes, which I loved. Um, I also <laughs> yes. one of my favorite moments of that particular story was the moment that both the child, like the girl's dad, as well as the boyfriend who we were reading from his point of view. Was it Anton? Am I, am Anton, right? yes. Yeah. Who we don't find out his name until, like, the last chat, until, like, yeah, one of the last chapters. It's a, lot, it's a lot later, yeah. Yeah. Um, when they realize that they've been bad fathers. Oh, yeah, that one's devastating. That moment of, like, we didn't tell them how sorry we were for being mm. men, and that for men <laughs> being men, and, like, that type of shit. It was... And also being kind of like just really like wishy washy about how they attack, like how they like yeah. brought the situation and also as well. What a book to read during National Women's Month, and also <laughs> what a book to read. Like no, I read like I was really deep into this during like National Women's Day, mm. and that chapter specifically is so fucked up. So fucked. Yeah. I think that chapter actually might be one of the most. Uh, no, I lied. That's not the most fucked up chapter. <laughs> but I thought it did such a good job of going through one just the mentality of a really young impressionable preteen who yeah, was in sure. love. 
in love with this like hot singer mm. and the video on you and just like talking about the intricacies of being online as a preteen slash teenager and how you can't really save your kids from that lifestyle and that you just have to talk about it but then you don't know how to talk it was so fucking good yeah and yeah and and that, and that one in particular as well like you had the uh the difference is although they weren't super stark between the two sisters um they were there but like uh, and and because i uh the younger one uh aisha i think it was yeah. uh w- w- was the one who was like super obsessive uh and her older sister day was a little more like controlled about it but she was still like 17 or 16 or something like that it's not like she was like uh you know a uh, a super mature and completely settled person um yeah. and then they both and they both come around, come back around in, f- in future stories which i thought was fascinating um but I guess aside from that fascination of like seeing the character again at like a different point in their life, and not even re- not even really um, referencing the things that they had gone through previously, uh, except maybe you could read it into their character, which you know you can. I think mm-hmm. um, there wasn't. That's where I was like, well, how much connectivity really is this? Like, are are we are we just tossing character names in here for the sake of like, hey, like doing the DiCaprio meme of like pointing like straight ahead about like who it is, or or, or, or was there think... more there too? I don't think that it necessarily needed like I don't think that you necessarily needed to get more out of it being the same character. I think that was the point. In what way do you think it's the point because like because I'm not saying that I needed it or it should have been that way. I'm all, but I, but I am to some degree thinking saying like, well, if there wasn't a whole lot there, is the idea that yeah is the idea that you are more of a central character in certain ones and then just not at all and like kind of just in the background of other ones uh, of other points of view of other stories? I think it's the same idea that I kind of brought up earlier about passing by random cities and yeah, towns yeah. where it doesn't it it doesn't necessarily need to excite you that we're picking up on another person's story, but mm. I think it means that. There's just something else going. Like, I didn't think that necessarily, I didn't think that we necessarily needed to have, you know, continuing storylines, but I also think it just showed that people are living their lives and are being normal and are living their lives being normal. And that was kind of the whole point is that it, it yeah. stemmed from this, not that, you know, the first chapter was fantastical by any means, but it started with mm. this kind of, yeah almost the way that you would talk about your great like do you know the story of your great great grandmother and it Mm -hmm, turns mm -hmm. into this oh is that true is that fact and then you get kind of into the actual lives of the people that have been living underneath this umbrella of a story for so long and i i think it's just showing kind of tendrils of what the people that we're seeing are doing but i don't necessarily mean think it needs to be uh, and to be clear, that's totally that, that that's totally fair. Like I, I, I again, I, I'm not saying it needed to have more connectivity. I'm not saying it needed to. I, I was just confused as to the reason. But if the reason is that you want to show that, um, you know, everyone is a main character in their own lives, and then they are simply like supporting cast in other in other people's lives, then that really does track because mm-hmm. you have you like you have. Um, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but uh, T Y C H E, Tai Chi, T G, who was in the second chapter, and then 
uh, comes in kind of briefly in the puppet chat in the puppeteer chapter. Yeah. Um, but isn't really like a big deal in it. She's just like, oh, hey, I remember that person from before, right? And then Rada is in the um, uh, presence, the chapter with the married couple who's doing the weird yes. thing because, uh, or the, the the weird thing. That's not dumb. The the uh, the experiment. Weird. It was weird, but like that, that that's not too much of a descriptor. The experimental like distance um, yeah. uh, 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 that, they, that they were doing because she was one of the um, the renters I believe from the, from the place that the woman stayed in and yeah if the if, if, if the point that the author is trying to drive home is like um, uh, connectivity without um, like thematic repetition or something like that uh, then that's that's totally fair I just thought I, I was worried that I wasn't picking up on something and I, I clearly no. wasn't but. no yeah I don't think I don't think you're missing anything I Dennis, please do not turn my pages. Well, I think I, <laughs> I think I was missing something because I wasn't understanding the reason for having them there. I think you, I, I think you put forward a pretty reasonable, uh, uh, at the very least, hypothesis, if not actual explanation. So yeah, that's fair. Thank you. Welcome to Danny's English class. Yeah, the first, this is gonna be <laughs> the kind first of book here. that we're gonna read is "What Is Not Yours Is Not Yours." <laughs> uh, there, are, I okay. What was your favorite? chapter oh man um that's actually kind of fair because i'm not sure um i think because here's the problem i don't think i know what any of these chapters mean (laughs) and and so all i really have to go on is um uh like general um uh atmosphere and um if i like the character maybe or something like that Mm -hmm. i don't have a whole lot of like this was the perfect summation of blah 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 um but given that um uh noted uh problem i think i know what yours is uh, a brief history of the homely wench society that's right yeah really i was either between that one or presence but like the first half of presence or the mm, second it, half it, it was actually uh, it, it, it was either uh, it was either that or drownings actually but really i like a fairy tale and that was a, that was a really fucked up and weird one um well, I mean, to be fair, as we discussed in our, our last little lit, a lot of folk t- fairy tales and folk and folklore. Up. Yeah, exactly. So that's not really disqualifying in and of its by itself, uh, in and of itself. Sorry, um, but yeah, something something about that one not um, fully coming together for me somehow seemed worse than this one not fully coming together for me. If that makes I thought, sense. I thought a brief history of homely wench society actually was the only one that had a semi happy ending. Oh, see, I don't necessarily think I think that's too happy, but that's me. I think it would really. Why? Why don't you think it was a happy ending? Well, this is this is very much my um, uh, my own issue with uh, moneyed people going to uh, fancy colleges and and secret societies and shit like that. So that's more that, 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 that's more of a uh, we don't have to go more girls, okay? No, that's not even what I was going to bring up. No, God, no, that's not even what I was going to bother with. Um, Logan sucks. Um, but I, I, I was, no, I was working. At... I love Logan. God, you're so wrong. Because I was broken when I watched that. Yeah, you went to Holy Cross, but whatever. Um, yeah, That's true. Uh... there's a ton of Logans there. <laughs> I mean, there were Dickinson too. It's not like it's it's not the weirdest thing in the world. Um, yeah. No, I, if honestly, if anything, like uh, in brief history, like. Um, when they were doing the book, the, the book swap, I was like, "Oh, a fucking course! All of you read all of these books. Like, sure, yeah. you know, like a, a, everyone has to have the, this like 
this perfectly manicured and Which was like curated the selection. Of, I know, I know, because but but that's the part where I, where where I was like, mm, I don't really fuck with people that only do this kind of shit. Um, and 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 the and the, and the, and the kid that she's talking about, Hercules, uh, being like, I would fucking hate this dude so much. I know. Um, Again, the be- point. Yes. Uh, I yeah, don't know. I think that was the point. I think that was one of the points of like that you have a objectively handsome like get, like gets what he wants and that like he still got what he wanted yeah okay so you think about like, and, and that's the um <sighs> and i don't mean happy ending by like my standard of happy ending oh okay so okay that then 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 that, that's part of the, okay that, that kind I, of solves that portion of this of yeah this like i think that this was presented as a happy ending Gotcha. But okay. I don't think that, like, for me, that that was going to be, like, everything's good. Oh, my God. They're all going to get married. They're all <laughs> going to be together. Nothing's going to happen. This is going to be yeah. a really, really intellectual, not snobby, beautiful, like, culmination of minds coming together. No. And also, like, 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 I'm not saying that you hold on to hate for the for the sake of hate. As far as like these two groups, uh, like you know, uh, have to be mortal enemies until the end of time. But at the same time, um, is that is that the is that the point? Is that we, we want the point to be that like that, that, that they that they bury the hatchet after the 50, 60, 70 years, whatever it was, like and uh, and these two secret societies are going to be less at odds with, with each other because. Why? Like, why is that the thing that you want to drive home as, like, a thing that is mm. good? I don't know. It's your fucking favorite chapter. <laughs> <laughs> you tell I guess, me. I, I, like, what, I, yeah, the more I'm talking about it, I don't know if it is my favorite chapter, if I'm being, if I'm being That honest. one, to me, actually seemed the flimsiest, which I'm mm. so interested that that is your favorite chapter. That, to me, just kind of seemed... I think I just followed. I think I just followed it more than any other one, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, it seemed I, very uh, breakfast clubby. Like, it just, it seemed... Yeah, but but that's the thing too. I, I, I as we're talking, like not even as we're talking, I knew going into this that I, I didn't like how certain things of it, like you know, turned out, mm-hmm. or, uh, and how, um, uh, like how these people were necessarily being portrayed. Like, and and again, this is a lot of my biases, uh, biases about like um, snobby, uh, you know, secondary educations and things like that. Yeah. But God, I wish I was rich. I fucking wish I was so rich. Why does that come up in, in relation to this one, though? Because they're definitely all, like, most of them are fucking rich. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course. They go to fucking... Uh, and you uh, said snobbery uh, and, like... Cambridge Oxford. Yeah, Oxford, I just... Right? I was very much not... In case you were wondering, I was the outlier at Holy Cross. Well, we always joked at Dickinson that like we were in the financial aid dorm because we were in we, we oh, were in I, one yeah, of same. we were in one of the, like there was an area called the, the lower quads and I'm not saying that everyone there was um uh, fucking grip it and rip it baby what are we drinking yeah. uh, we are drinking a replenish IPA from New Trail Brewing Ooh. Uh, it's a West Coast IPA nice. uh, Brooke grabbed it from me from the store as I believe uh, and thanks to her for that. Um, I believe I've mentioned this before on the podcast, at least. I forget. I, I think I have uh, in our normal conversations, but I'm a little off hazy IPAs right now. Mm. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm definitely not a Ganim or anything. I just, um, I need a break. 
because uh, I, I feel like I, I got I got I got specifically drinking like hazies and like you know juicy IPAs uh, uh, more because uh, they aren't malty. That's mm-hmm. the big thing. Yeah. Because I was I was taking too many swings on IPAs and getting these really fucking malty yeah. IPAs, and that's also is... like really bitter IPAs too. That bitter doesn't I I totally fine if it bothers you. Bitter doesn't bother me as much personally. Mm. Um, like like this one particularly is like piney. I'm like beautiful that's the piney and citrus a little bit of citrus like that's that that's great that's a great like west coast combo for me um but um i needed a i need something to be able to choose to like kind of get away from malty and get away from the hazy stuff now so i'm yeah. a, I'm, I'm a bit of a west coast ipa kick right at the congratulations uh, <laughs> i am off beer until i think actually probably you visit mm-hmm. and then we're gonna fucking beer it's it up a- it's impossible. We're not gonna. We're, we're definitely not gonna go to any breweries whatsoever. No, I don't already have a list, and I don't already have <laughs> like planning out reservations that we're gonna go to. Oh, that's fine. That, oh. that, that, that all works. I'm also planning out reservations at multiple restaurants every night, so that we have an option depending on what we're in the mood for. Because here, especially on Friday and Saturdays, if you don't have reservations for like, yeah, you just... you're fucked because. It's yeah. an intense foodie town here. Yeah, I where I gotta I gotta figure out where. Well, you know what? we'll do this another time. But yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. restaurant we went downtown uh, near near the uh, near, near Target Field that was really really good. But, uh, yeah. Oh, we're honestly we're gonna take you out of town. We're taking you out of downtown. Oh yeah, no, I understand that. It was just well, like it, it it just happened to be like a a re- a really uh, a really solid uh, place. We I went, see like, that. Hours. And I can see downtown from my front yard. So like, <laughs> whoa, so far we're like literally five minutes away. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. my favorite chapter. Please. What do you think it is? Your favorite chapter? I mean, we already talked about um, uh, Sorry Doesn't Sweeten Her Tea. Uh, we did. But Man, dead air is great for podcasts. Um... <laughs> you can do this. Uh, for one, uh, for for one thing, I'm gonna switch my my answer to books and roses. I'm just gonna put my foot down on that. Oh, uh, really? The, the first yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, that um, was a good. That was a really good one. I am gonna go with presents for you. No, but I liked presents a lot. Okay, all right. Uh, is your blood as red as this? Really? Okay, interesting. Well, uh, please please do tell. Because it was so fucked up. <laughs> it was incredibly fucked up. It was so fucked up, and that I think had the biggest switch between who the narrator was, to oh, the yeah. point mm-hmm. where I had to be like, "Wait, who the fuck? Like, is are we talking from the puppet now?" And it was the idea of that the puppets were the people, and that their puppeteers were the ghosts in that chapter. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it brought in like a whole extra level of being a puppet in everything that you're involved in and how everyone is actually making choices for you and at the end of it when the final like one of the final scenes where the puppeteer like fucking dies and then all of his puppets have also like have slashed throats it's but like, he does not actually die, correct? No. He comes, he comes, but 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 he but he he reacts like aggressively to seeing his puppets with the slit throats and all yeah. yeah, and which is he, fucked up imagery, by the way. Really, yes. Good imagery. It just 
I, I, one, I love the idea of puppets and puppeteers. I've always been super intrigued by it because I've always thought it was super fucked up. Especially, <laughs> go on. I saw one, one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that fucked me up when I was a kid about that. Like a, like a, like a live, like, a, like, 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 um, uh, ventriloquist dummy. Oh, yeah, I yeah. was like, nope, fuck it. Nope. Oh. All good. Have you ever seen the X-Files episode about ventriloquism? <laughs> yes, I forgot all about that. Uh, I wrote one of my, that's like been published, one of my sure. like series, like one of my poetry series yeah. about ventriloquism and puppeteering. Mm. And it's from, it's a three-part series from the puppeteer, from the dummy, and then from the audience, all about the exact same scene. Oh, okay. Interesting. And yeah. Very interesting. just, to me, this one was so fucking outlandish and so wild that these people were so fucking into puppeteering. I also loved the aspect. That, was, that by itself was hilarious. Because... Yeah. The aspect of this book that was fantastical, like every once in a while there was uh, voodoo brought in and every once in a while there was maybe a hint of magic and every mm -hmm. once in a while there was just people that were going to puppeteering school as an actual job or <laughs> you're like oh yeah sure of course yeah yeah or you're coming from a long lineage of clowns and i loved those aspects that just brought it out of reality into a story that was so steeped in reality yeah that by the end of this chapter, I think, and like specifically, but by the end of the book, nothing surprises you by like kind of what is happening. And to me, like, is your blood as red as this? One, what a great fucking title. Yes, agreed. 100% agreed there. And what just like a great opening sequence of a puppet asking that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the idea that the people didn't have any control over their puppets, but that they were actually being controlled by their puppets. So who was the puppet? Who was It's just, it brings in such an awesome dichotomy between that, that I could read that chapter probably eight times and get a different thing every single yeah, time. I'd get something new out of it, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I thought that I... that was so fucking... That, that one was the one that we were introduced to where I kind of thought to myself, we saw it a little bit with like, sorry, doesn't sweeten her tea of the fantastical elements to it. Yes. Cause of the ghost living in the house of locks and doors and so, shit. Yeah, yes. for sure. And that's where we kind of like had some ghost action and shit like that. Yeah. And I think that is your blood as red as this kind of really hit the, what the fuck are you reading? Yeah. For, oh you, my God. I, I Do you I, know I, where this is going? Like, do you know what's going to happen? Nope. Also, the next one is gonna be a fairy tale. Good luck. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what happened to me. Cause I remember I remember reading the first one, like, uh, or sorry, not the first one. Um, is your blood as red as red as this? Um, mm -hmm. I think I I believe I started it. Um, after I had taken an edible, but I hadn't kicked in yet. Yeah. And then, and then it, I kind of realized it was kicking in right around that like part two switch. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, whose point of view am I reading again? shit okay it's the it's the wooden puppet that she has that, that rada has okay this is turning everything on its head all right um and like, but, is it the one is, is it the hot wooden puppet is it the other wooden puppet is it it's there it was so i thought it was so fucking cool because the entire idea is that you're not supposed to know whose perspective you're reading 
Yeah, and that, and that makes sense for 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 why I was so oh. tripped out on it. To be honest, and then you at the end of the day are the puppet as the reader. You're mm. the one that's being brought along this story. It gets so fucking insular. Like it just keeps on I fucking knew, going. I knew that your I knew that your brain was really gonna like this book. That's yeah. I'm, 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 well, not not until we read it, obviously. But like, I, as I said, after after I read it, I, after I read it, or even as I was reading, it, I was like this one's going to appeal to the yeah oh shit like this is like connections uh, type, yeah. type brain that you have so. this book i will not lie i have been on it's been hard for me to read the last couple of books that we've been doing for lit lit oh yeah it has it's just i think it's because a, a lot of them have been one super long and two have been pretty straightforward even, I think that's fair. even if their subject matter could be difficult, I think that the story trajectory has been rather straightforward. Um, there, I, I think mean, between two fires is is kind of your. Uh, I mean, like that's it is it, it's very questy, but it's also it's also very different as far as how it goes about it. But yeah, anyways, and sorry. it doesn't. And it, I'm not trying to say that I didn't like the books. No, no, I, I, know, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But this was one. We haven't read a book like this. A very prosy, very see if yeah. you can like catch me if you that, can kind that I of. Totally agree with, yeah. Yeah. So. And I don't mean I, catch I, me if you can the movie. I mean catch me like can you can you hang on to all of these analogies kind of well, shit. You're, you're, you're saying that you weren't befuddled at various points of uh, uh, too bared too furious. Gripping <laughs> a ribbit, baby. What are you drinking? It's nothing as cool. I'm Why drinking a ranch water. Can oh, you? God, that sounds so gross. I'm drinking a ranch water. I'm slightly worried. It's Thank the you. spicy one. Like, it sounds like a bag of Doritos. Just because it has ranch in it doesn't mean that it's fucking Doritos. It's called spicy, too. Okay. Oh. Oh, I see you, ranch water. It's a little jalapeno-y spicy. Mm, I, I, I kind of I was, I was wondering if that might be it. Like, did you did you drink the uh, the the um, uh, the the pepper vodka they always made at Bukowski? I forget. Uh, did I have a choice? No. <laughs> did I drink it? Yes. We mean the spicy vodka, the spicy tequila, because I did the mm, ghost mm, pepper mm, tequila, mm. and I also did the um, spicy tequila. lemonade shots. Oh, spicy lemonade shots. I don't recall oh, those. you never got a spicy lemonade shot. No, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> oh, they were really fucking good. I, it wouldn't be my speed, let's say that. It was basically... Wasn't there like I mean, the crab? Wasn't there like the crab vodka or the crab tequila or something? Like that? One, one of them had like crab imagery on it that was super uh, spicy. I don't fucking know. All right. that, that also might have been at Paris. I don't, I don't remember. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, it was. Trevor, who was the manager at Books before Bobby? The manager, um, like bar manager. No, bar so manager. That was, that was always uh, that was Lily for the most part, wasn't it? Um, before Lil Ashton. Oh, 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 the, oh, the traveling GM. Uh, yeah, type. yeah, 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 yeah. The one, the one that, uh, that that Meg took the role of afterwards. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Ashton for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he made spicy yeah. lemonade shots. Okay, I don't, I don't recall that. <laughs> I, what, what, what I do recall is going in there one day on um, uh, May fourth, and uh, he, I sit down at the bar with Brooke. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure, and he kind of saunters over and he's like, "So, 
I hear you know a little bit about Star Wars. I was like, yeah, I I, I do, and it's because I played the card game when I was a kid. When I was a kid, from when like I this, was a kid, like fourteen to God knows uh, exactly how old I was, but like, yeah, original trilogy. I'm your guy, and uh, he's like, oh, okay, good, and he like pulls star wars trivial pursuit from out front of the bar and just like reads off like uh, seriously like four cards in a row and i go six for six on all of them and he's like all right story checks out and just walks away <laughs> i was so bummed every year i had my mug i never oh, was yeah. there uh, you, for... yeah because you and carrie fisher yeah yeah i was never and they like always told me coming on may the 4th we'll yeah, give you a free mug of course i was never fucking home just traveling for it, yeah. Yeah, always oh, so fucking dumb, and I will never get it. Then I then I was there re- wearing a Boba Fett helmet, drinking mugs. Oh, gotta be bad for you. Whatever, I don't fucking care. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about really fucked up ventriloquism and dumbness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you, I think that was my favorite. Do you have Do you have a <clears throat> either a moment in a story or like a cool like? atmosphere or a setting for us for one of the stories that didn't end up being your favorite but that you still really uh doug mm. and if you want yes. you can go first just to, okay go ahead. no 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 you go first though you go first <laughs> oh fuck me then all right fine um it's pro- man it's probably drownings um because mm. I, because i i really i really liked drownings and i liked that there was the um like it wasn't really quite the culmination scene but like with them like kind of all getting together and going back to uh because even after like the uh the tyrant has been defeated and all that mm-hmm. you still have a guy's like well i'm still stuck in this prison so i mean uh. did that not remind you of the chandra uh, I did not at the time, but now that you mentioned it, okay, sure. I was literally like, yeah, what are we wolfhounds yeah. here? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Also, another moment of puppets. Of like being a puppet to someone else. And oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, sorry, I, I was like, wait, are you saying there were puppets in that scene? Yeah. Okay. Or ghosts. Puppets are also ghosts. Yeah. But look at it. Look what at up, us. Whatever. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> But yeah, Dr- yeah, Drownings was what, was a story that I I just really I really I really liked the atmospheric qualities of it. Um, I didn't it never really it never just la- I didn't I, I didn't get my, I didn't get its thorns in me as much as perhaps it could have. Um, mm. and again, I think that was a me thing, not really understanding everything that this book was trying to do, especially what each story was trying to do. But like, I really did like the vibe, for lack of a better term. What about you? So I'm between two, and for different oh, reasons. Oh. So the first half of Presence, because it was so realistic and it was so, I think to me that was at least the first half was the one that was rooted and just like steeped in reality of- I would fully agree. Are you going to leave me? And her Mm -hmm. thinking, oh shit, has that been what I've been doing the past six weeks? Have I been, which is also reminded me of less- and honestly, <laughs> presence to me could be a chapter and less. It, the first it, half, yes. Yeah, and it w- it's also something you and I have talked about this that scared the fucking shit out of me. Of oh, you just fall out of love with people. That doesn't mean you can't fall back into mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. with someone, but you just fall out of love with someone, and you might not actively know it 
and then you realize it. And that's, to me, one of the scariest things that can fucking happen. Dan, you had 10 good years. You got you to gotta be, gotta be happy with those Shut 10 up. good years. <laughs> I can't. I'm still paying for a wedding. <laughs> does the 10 years start when we first dated or does it start after marriage? Uh, I would assume just with a person, but like, but I think, I think that like, I think you would be free. I think that you would be free to determine what you think with is, is it simply starting to date someone? Is it starting to get to know someone? Is it being around them all the time? Is it living together? Like what? I only have five (laughs) and a half more years. Wait, didn't, didn't, didn't didn't they, didn't they do, do 10 years and then, and then they ran it back for 10 years? And then they re-upped it. Yeah. So yeah, you got 15 and a half years. You're fine. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. My other one, which I think might be controversial, is uh-huh. the uh, Dornica and the St. Martin's Day Goose. No, that's a good vibe for that one, yeah. I really liked the interaction that Dornica had with the wolf, and I loved the idea that the wolf was like, no, I created the fucking wolf. Like, that wolf was based off of me. Look mm-hmm. at me. And she was like, you fucking smell. Yeah, you are gross as hell, dude. It just, it was such, I thought that that one was such a great next fairy tale off of Drownings. Yeah, that's, okay, that's fair. That just brought in another aspect of like, oh, this like weird dog thing that's like, like, what is hap- I So I really liked that aspect of it and that they sent the goose up there. Yeah, and that was because uh, you you obviously thought it was gonna be like the the god the god grandchild, right? Yeah. Like the uh, yeah, of course that's what you you think is building to where this is going, and and is it gonna be a story of like substitution or is it gonna be like a a tragedy? Uh, and yeah, more more yeah. the former, but not quite as well. I will say that my favorite beginning because I know that there are some like whatever beginning like underneath the chapter, like very beginning like pro mm-hmm. prologues to like chapters. My favorite one was "Sorry, doesn't sweeten her tea." That was my favorite. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Opening. I was gonna mention that. I was gonna mention that one straight off. The like chew on like chew on rice. Oof! It was so evocative. Mm. So yeah. fucking good. Um, but you, well, speaking of that, actually, did you have a favorite uh, quote in here? Because uh, I, I have a couple. Uh, I, I have I have two, but they're kind of connected, so they're not really super unique in that regard but um i was wondering if you had something i do um one of my favorites happened in um let me just make sure that mm-hmm. i have this right it, it happens in is your blood as red as this mm-hmm. and for me it's on page 103 which i know is different for you yeah um but it's when um the narrator is talking to the ghost and it says, how will I know when I've grown up? When I started using words, I didn't really know the meaning of, she said, I said, I did that already. And she said, yes, but I worried about it and grownups didn't. And it was Mm -hmm. that moment of, and then it says, so then there's a trepidation that you're going to suddenly find yourself having a conversation that turns you into a grownup, a conversation that stops you being able to see things and people that are actually there. (laughs) <laughs> that I think is the absolute summation yeah of what like that entire chapter if not a lot of what this book is about 
of just being able to see people as they are instead of putting your own agenda on them, mm. like that they are their own thing and being able to accept it. And once you become an adult and once you put layers of yourself on other people because you put expectations sure, of yourself sure. on other people, it strips away of like what you can see. And I, just, oh, I fucking love that quote. Yeah, you bring too much to the table yourself and in and, and, and your own uh, will, for lack of a better term, kind of overwhelms yeah. and, and, and clouds it out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What is, all right. I, as soon as soon as you started talking about, it, I knew exactly which quote you you meant. Yeah. So like, I, I, obviously it stuck with me too, even if I'm not choosing it myself. Mm. All right, let's hear it, Andy. Um, the first one's kind of a silly one, um, but I really really enjoy it. Um, this is in Drownings, where you have this, and this is the uh, the fairy tale esque one, um, and well, one of I guess the two, um, mm-hmm. or three if you want to count the very first book, uh, for very first story. Um, and they're talking about um, Arcady is the uh, main character, mm-hmm. uh, more or less uh, a hero, quote unquote, obviously, uh, for all that. And he ha- he gets the dog. Uh, the dog's name is uh, Leparella. Yeah. And he says, you know, on occasions of his own choosing, Leparella turned backflips and earned coins from passersby. And yet he couldn't be persuaded to perform on demand. No, he would give looks that asked Arcady to perceive the distinction between art and mere entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, sorry, artist and mere entertainment, mm-hmm. and, and mere entertainer. And I love that. It's yeah. a, it's 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 such it's it's a very it's a very like and, and so much of the prose in this book. And I do want to at least briefly t- touch on her prose. Um, it is so. It's like whimsical at t- yes. at times, and it's also very like puzzle laden and driving and at devastating. times. Devastating. And oh yeah, I don't. I definitely don't disagree that can, that, that can be devastating. But it also is like um, I'm trying to find the exact word that yeah, playful. Um, it, 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 it seems like she at times she's just kind of like fucking around with the space. You know what yeah. I mean? She's like she's just exploring, stretching out, figuring out what words fit which stories and like what tones fit where where she wants to go with things and i thought that was a great example of using that in a kind of um uh fairy tale-esque yeah. uh, uh, uh tone it reminded me of i and i normally have a really which to me actually now thinking back on this is <clears throat> i'm surprised how much i did like this book because you know how into dialogue i am there yeah, really was barely any dialogue in this. Yeah, for sure. And I think because every sentence could be something insane. Yeah. And it also not barely, sentences were really barely ever about setting a scene necessarily. It was all observation. And everything was observing other people or other things, either from the narrator or from mm. the character, or from the last chapter yourself, it was, you felt like you were watching things unfold, and the way that she wrote her prose was like you were getting a secret into everything yes. you got to that's, see. That, that's a great little, that's a great like, way to say it. Like, a, a, a little nudge, a little hint, a little wink, a little, a little, yes. little a, a little, uh, uh, precursor of like what might be to come and and i I thought i thought the first uh, story which which name i I have to i have to fucking remember because i really enjoyed it books and roses um i I think that one i thought that was going to kind of set the stage for what the rest of the book was like um and 
I think that the, I, I think I wasn't wrong, but it was more about the tone as opposed to mm-hmm. the actual content of the stories. Um, and, and because I almost thought that we might be getting like a um, uh, books and stories type short story mm-hmm. collection. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the power of the story or the power of of, of libraries or mm-hmm. things like that. Which you know, which I love to be clear. Like I, I think I think they can be really hackneyed and bad when they're done wrong. But a good one is really interesting. Like I, I'm um, the Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern is really good. Like Neil Gaiman does shit all, like this all yeah. the time. Um, like I like those kind of stories. And so I was a little like not disappointed, but like I wasn't sure where we were going with that. But it was the tone of the prose that was doing yeah. that more than it was the actual content, which was interesting. And I think the tone is so playful yeah. and so conversational. But then you'll get a sentence and you'll go, holy fuck, what did I just read? And yeah. it can hit it. Sometimes it feels like you're reading daggers. Like, And that that was the last like four or five pages of. Um, oh, uh, shit. Uh, Jesus. Why the why the last the last chapter or. No, no, actually, I was thinking I, I, in this case, I was thinking of uh, sorry, doesn't sweeten her tea. Oh, um, because yeah. because you have this aggressively like downhill uh, down downhill is in picking up momentum as opposed to, you know, things going bad uh, type, type story. And I do get why you would say that about if a book is locked, but uh, yeah. There was, this also happens in um, Is Your Blood As Red As This? And it's on, for me, page 137. And it's when um, Tai Chi sends in, which Tai Chi sends in her essay, which is fucking beautiful mm-hmm. about what being a puppeteer means to her. Um, and there is one line in there actually that said, I thought it was the best, pl- I thought the best plan was to leave before the sky arrived, which I fucking loved mm-hmm. that line. Yeah. Um, but it goes, I thought the best plan was to leave before the sky arrived, just jump into the sea and drown directly, which is what anyway, but yeah. the whole point of this was that her puppets were reading it and realizing that she just wanted control and that was the entire idea. She's like, I just want to be in actual control of something. And she chose these puppets to be in control of, and her puppets are reading it. And then at the end, it says, can't you smell burning in the distance? In a way, it would be entertaining to just sit back and watch Marina get out manipulated for once. But I can't do that. And then the other puppet goes, why not? I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just these moments of like, Oh, everyone thinks it and everyone does it. Everyone manipulates. Everyone does things for their own benefit. And it's just writing it. Oh, anyway, go on. What's your next one? No, it's fine. I, I was um, I was going to try to make a connection with it uh, because this is more on the um, on the on the on the softer or more romantic side. But it's still like a line that really hit. Um, and so a contrast to what you're just talking about, mm-hmm. too, which, which is why I'm so impressed that she can do both. Um, which is in again drownings, uh, but it is talking about um, a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, he, uh, he uh, oh, it's it's when she's putting the sugar cubes on his tongue, and he's like, yeah. being experimental, like you know, test dummy for for whatnot. Uh, and he finds himself murmuring, murmuring to her, uh, "I remember a dawn when my heart got locked, got tied in a lock of your hair." And that is, and that's when she says, like, people have been drowned for saying much less. Yes. Uh, but, but but it's also just like this beautiful sentiment and this yeah. beautiful like uh, like like you know two two bar poem that 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 gets everything across in that very constricted space by itself. Oh. Speaking of another quote that just is so evocative, this was from um, 
a brief history in the Homely Wench Society. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what page it's from, but it's when um, Day is with Jacob. Yes. And it goes, um, without deliberately cultivating any particular scent, Jacob Wallace to man- managed to smell exactly like a just-blown-out candle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I read that line, and I was sitting there going, what a great fucking scent. I can actually be there and I can actually Mm -hmm. sit in Mm -hmm. that scent and just think, oh, I know how intoxicating that is. Being with someone that you're not supposed to be with and having that love kind of thing, which might not be anything at all. And it's just new and young and all of this shit. And it's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So fucking good. I hope, did this change your mind at all about how you felt about the book? Well, the thing is, I, I I never I never thought negatively about it. That, that that was that that was something I should I should probably make very clear. Um, I I never was like, I put I I put the the reason for why I didn't like fully love or get into this book solely on me. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be like that 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 was one and, and something like I try to um accurately assess when I write reviews about books as well mm-hmm. because I think that. I think that it's very dishonest to act as if the interaction between the reader and the writer or the, or the material, I should say, uh, doesn't matter. Um, because, because you can read something and think, ah, I didn't really dig this. And it can just be you. You, you might not like something about, about the, what you just read, be it content, be it style, be it genre, you know, Mm -hmm. something as broad as that too. And that's why like originally I was trying to be very fair to Baird to you before I was like, nah, fuck this book. It's terrible because, because I, because I wanted to, I wanted to be right about meeting something on its own terms and, and actually trying to make an effort to see it for what it was and not just what I'm bringing to the table. And um, what I brought to the table with this book was unfortunately not that much. Like I, I, a deep appreciation for the pros, like yeah. a, a very sincere, deep appreciation for the pros. But um, I just kept, I, I left most chapters being like, I don't understand what she's trying to say. And that, as you said earlier, you know, is probably part of the points as well because of the, the, the different types of things she's trying to do with her stories. Yeah. Um, I just fully admit that that kind of thing misses me more readily than it would others and mm-hmm. uh something that's a, a style of writing that is going to miss me more readily than other style styles would as well this is a type of book that yeah. i get more out of by talking about it yeah. that oh you would devour this in an english class like i, I like oh my uh, god like it, this book makes me ex- would make me excited to go to class i remember yeah being back in school and reading books that yeah you could theoretically talk about and they had other meetings and they had whatever but it i always felt super it always felt super contrived to try and pull out a what do you think like emily bronte was trying to say when she said this sentence like i think that she was just trying to write a fucking book yeah but with this there are certain books that are trying to do something and that are trying to evoke something and are trying to challenge something. And I think there are other books that are equally as well-written, that are equally trying to do something in their vein. But sometimes, and this is what we used to say in my high school class, sometimes an olive is just a fucking olive. A soap dish dish is just a soap dish. Thank you, Edith Frome. Yes, I totally understand. Yeah, Yeah, so it's... I think this book gets to have a really awesome conversation about it. And that's this, cool. 
this book is the kind of thing that people would write those big explainers like season five, episode seven of blah, blah, blah explained. It's like in most of the, in 95% of those cases, I can watch the episode and know exactly what's going on, buddy. You don't need to fucking make an explainer about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like when, when alt shift X breaks down, like the book content of game of Thrones. Oh, fuck. I did it. Oh my uh, God. We haven't had one of those not, in a while. I was not expecting that too. For this fucking book. I was not expecting that. For this um, fucking thing. <laughs> more is in it was just not related to it whatsoever. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't see that how the connection was going to get made. But when he's like, when all shit does like, like, like the, like the, the, the book theories, like I was, I, I was doing, I was cooking the other day. I was, I was listening to um, the, like the more a song of ice and fire based stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when they do the grand Northern conspiracy or, mm. um, the pink, like what happened with the pink letter, or the mystery man in Winterfell. I was on a very yeah. specific kick at that point, and I, was, I, I listened to a couple of them in a, in a row. There's a lot to unpack there because Martin is so so good about layering symbolism and repetition of words yeah. and imagery and things like that. Um, and I think that this, but a lot of well, then you do the, the, the show, and then people are like, uh, season eight, episode four, explain. It's like we all watch that, dude. We we know exactly what happened. You don't yeah. need talk about yeah. this shit any more than you already do and, that, and it drives me crazy when people do that for like marvel universe stuff it's like oh. that shit's not that deep man like you can just you can just watch it like yeah. i get there's i get there's easter eggs i understand that but like we're we're not doing we're not reinventing the wheel here this no. is more or less just like plotting and blah, 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 blah. And, and and i'm not denigrating that because that's more my bag than than this kind of like ex- experimental writing is but at the same time um i can acknowledge when it's worthy of it so to speak than, mm-hmm. than, than when it's not and this is a book that like those explainers could be fucking 75 minute videos you know what i mean yeah. like, that, like this could be like, if you want to break down what helen oyemi is trying to say in this in this book like holy shit like i think uh, this would be a very cool netflix series where you could start on any episode all of them are dropped and you don't have to watch anything in any <laughs> yeah they have they have a series like that on netflix right now oh really yeah you can watch them in any order and you get different things out of them depending on what order you watch them in That's cool. and like, As a concept, yeah. Yeah, so the, I, I feel that this would be a cool way to present this type of thing. Yeah, in that kind of medium as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, I do have one more question, though, before, before we uh, uh, cut, cut this. Okay. All right. Oh, no. Fuck, Mary kill. 